I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Down the blind, Andrew John inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now, what we wanted to do this this uh, week is basically do like a, a rookie watch, and obviously Guru probably much knows much more about the the rookies than I do when it comes to guys that you know playing flag and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we put together a list of just some rookies that may have played five games, six games, or zero games. Uh, some people just to keep your eye on over the next twelve to sixteen months. Now we we'll go Broncos first. The three people we've got. Is well, the three people that Guru um, come up with was Ezra Mant, Selwyn Cobbo, Xavier Williston. Now, I think Selwyn Cobbo is an absolute star. Yeah, I sort of, I sort of wrote Selwyn Cobbo on this list, and I thought, do I need to put him there? Mm. Then I thought, no, nah, well, I'll leave him in there. You know, he's only played seven games. Uh, I still think if you've only watched him in first grade, probably don't know what yeah, you're in absolutely. for still. Totally. Uh, if you've watched him in Q Cup, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners would have. Um, the grand final he played last year was... Yeah, his team was like on the back foot, could do nothing, and then every time he got the ball, something would happen. And if you look at his stats alone, I don't have them off the top of my head, but it was like he ran for 200-plus metres. It was about 10 line breaks. It was a try. It was a try assist. You would assume his team won 40-0. 10, 10, 10 tackle breaks, oh, sorry. sorry. Still, as an 18-year-old in Q car, you would assume his team won 40-0. Yeah. They lost 16-10. Mm. Like it's, I, I think it's arguably one of the best performances in a losing team realistically it was incredible and he is so young he's got so much more to gain it was also when he was playing fullback he hadn't played fullback in a few yeah. months because he'd been playing center for the broncos he just so. has that like you could chuck him anywhere yeah. and he would just do something crazy just the way he runs he he, he looks he's deceptively fast he doesn't look because he glides so much he doesn't look that fast but when you're actually on the field um he's he's really strong for his age uh he's incredible got an incredible physique uh, enjoys the contact. Uh, he's going to be balance is special too. The way that he bounces out of yeah. contact and he just holds himself. Mm. Um, yeah, I won't say who he reminds us of because we, we yeah. don't want to do it again. But that it, it, it's it's the balance that stands yeah. out for me when you compare him to those other guys. And it's, it's the have. body shape. You know, yeah. they're six foot four, um, and they just they've got the perfect body for rugby league. Uh, and and so you know, it's kind of like I guess you could compare 
Gallon would remind me of. Who was that real jacked Cowboys player? O'Donnell? Um, Luke O'Donnell? I think Luke O'Donnell. He was a, jacked. And not like, one I would fuck Those with. two are kind of similar. Similar body shapes like that. That uh, very yeah. nuggety kind of whatever. Um, you know, Joey and Luke Brooks, similar body shape. Uh, <laughs> that bucket ass. <laughs> um, so, anyway, you know, I, I think we'll try as much as we can to not bring up, you know, Inglis, Latrell, Selwyn. Because I, I do agree with the sense that, like, you don't want to do it too much because it's yeah. just like... They're their own men. You know, Selwyn's different to Latrell. Trell's different to Inglis. Um, but at the same time, if you watch him and you don't think it, you're probably lying. Yeah, yeah. If you're pretending that you don't see similarities, you're, you're yeah. lying. Even from their running gait in that. Yeah, um, for sure. But, yeah, we, we try as much as we can because they're their own men, you know, charting their own course, and, and we always got to respect that. If anything, it comes from a compliment. No, it's like, 100% a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not comparing someone to Trell or Inglis unless I'm super, super mm. impressed. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen him in person. I don't know if he's as big as Trell and Inglis. I think he might be just a little bit. I mean, he's still fucking big. Mm. Um, what does he weigh, Matty? Can you what's, – what's he coming in <clears> at the moment? What do you reckon? I, th- I think Trell's the – I actually think Trell's the biggest out of all three of them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and I think Inglis might be the tallest. Mm. Um, and yeah, but anyway, it's it's they're just all incredible. Broncos honestly. have him at one ninety centimeters and ninety nine kgs. Ninety nine, yeah, ninety nine. Okay, so Trell would be about what one hundred and five, hundred and six now. You reckon? Can you get Trell's weight and um, yep. height, please? One ninety nine centimeters, they say. One ninety cent. So Selwyn was one ninety centimeters. Latrell's one ninety three. Yeah, so he's a, he's just a tad smaller. Yeah, yeah and Latrell's 102 a, kilos. Big boy, man. He's a. But big. how much skinnier? Uh, not how, how much just smaller does Selwyn look at the moment compared to a Latrell? Oh he's yeah. He's got so much growing. Yeah. Oh yeah. He'll get up to that that, that weight. How, can you get maybe Inglis's um, height and weight? It is really interesting to to see because like oh, I truly believe that like they're the ultimate footy players. Like as yeah. in, if I could pick. One guy to have 13 of, I'd probably go 13 Greg Inglises. Mm. I mean, I know you've got the, I know you're Freddie Fittler man. Oh, low key. Yeah. Low key. Um, I'd probably but go yeah, GI'd be hard 13 GIs. He, yeah. he won a Dally, what, a Clive Churchill at six? Yep. A Dally M at fullback? Don't think he won a Dally M, but he was always there and there oh, thereabouts. Gold, yeah. He won, I think, Golden Boot. Golden, Golden Boot, Boot. I think it was. You know yeah. what I mean? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, he was 195 centimetres, so two centimetres. Uh, taller than Latrell. And so it is what I thought. It, he he was the tallest. Latrell, Latrell's a bit thicker. Yeah. Because uh, Latrell and uh, GI roughly the same weight. Greenless, yeah. t- t- like slightly more heavier. And like obviously, when we talk the comparisons, we know where GI ends up. We know where Latrell Mitchell's at. Yeah. But when you go back and watch the highlights of their first two years and how skinny they were, yeah, for sure, it is Selwyn. Like this, the just the similarities in the way yeah. they move and everything is scary. Yeah, I guess the uh, yeah the only difference is a tiny bit shorter. Mm. <laughs> He's still 190 centimeters. Yeah, um, man, when you go back, and also watch, hasn't been in a gun team either. Yeah, that's the thing. Crazy. Yeah. When you go back and watch an early GI and early Trell, it's just like, brah. We didn't appreciate what we were seeing. Early GI is fucked. There's so many, when I go back and watch it, there's so many tries that I do not remember. Yeah. Where he gets this, the ball off a scrum on his own 30. Yeah. He just runs around them and just no one gets near him. Mate, he, early GI like in the Q Cup and that, and that mm. with his blonde hair. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, it's the mo- it's, it's like Steve Renoff. That's how beautiful it looks when he glides across the... Like I, I, I truly believe like Steve Renoff looked the most gracious when he ran. It was just something about it. But it was like similar with GI like... Just watching him in full flight, you're almost in awe of it going, 
How? He was um he yeah. was North Devils, wasn't he? Yep. Come through, yeah. <clears throat> Melbourne Storm were that used to be their feeder team. We used to have pretty good battles with North back in the day. How good's that old North Devils picture where you got Slater, Cronk and Crazy. Unbelievable. I made my debut against Norse Devils in Q Cup, mm. and English was a fullback. Crazy. Miss me with that. Um, crazy, crazy. Crazy times. Anyway, um, now, Xavier Williston, he, uh, he's a, a, a big boy, isn't he? Yeah, I, I, I like the look of this kid. He did his ACL last year, so he's not meant to return until halfway through 2022. So for a second rower, in a pretty decent pack. Can you get his um, Xavier Williston up? I, th- I, th- I think he's um, quite rangy for his season. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think it might be a tough season for him. Obviously, coming off an ACL is going to be tough. It's going to be – he's going to give, you know, nine or ten other really good forwards 15 weeks to show what they can do. Yep. It's just the reality of the situation. But I think he has got a future for guys sure. Like, guys like this have just got to hang in there. Yep. Because you look look at him physically, and you're like, mate, you've got it. Like you've got it. Just just bide your time. Even if it is 24, 25 when you make your debut, you still got nearly fuck eight years to, to really play in an old. We got there. So he's 190 centimeters and 104 kilos. 104. Okay. So yeah, quite rangy, big boy. I mean, you know, quite mobile too. So um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting because what you've got, Kurt Catewell one side, you have got Ricky the other. Hey, Ricky, yeah. Uh, Ricky's still got a lot of development to do, though. Like, I, I'm a huge fan of Well, Ricky. he's only been playing for four years. I think people forget that. He came from Union. He hasn't played much. Jordan Ricky. Yeah, I yeah, remember I talking to his Queensland Cup coach, Rowan Smith, a few years ago, and he said, watch out for this kid, but he's very raw. Yeah, and, and then, you can see that. Yeah, and then Brisbane shit the bed. They had a heap of injuries, and all of a sudden, bang, he was in first grade. Mm. Um, it'll be uh, Adam Reynolds will be a godsend yeah. for him. Ricky's a perfect example of I... I I wish Broncos didn't shit the bed and they gave him more time in reserve yeah. grade to develop. Because you can even watch in his last few games where you would see these flashes of absolute brilliance and you're going, this guy's a fucking weapon. But then sometimes in defence, you know, he would clock off. And, and, and again, that's all part of being young and learning your game. I went through it. I miss shit. I miss tackles. And, and the problem at the Broncos for those couple of years is like some of those younger boys, they just didn't get that extra year or two to just just to grow, just yeah. to grow, like especially in the forwards in today's game, to be a young forward on the edge, it's it's a tough gig. Like I would even argue, uh, uh, Paddy Carrigan could have probably used. And now, Paddy Carrigan now is a hundred percent full time first grader. I, I I absolutely love him. I think he's a. I think he'll be the next captain probably after Reynolds. Um, and I also think he'll play for Queensland and Australia. Like I am such a fan of Car- Carrigan, but I do believe that he probably could have used another year or two in reserve grade just to give him some time to. What position am I? You know, am I a lock? Am I a front rower? Am I the guy that gets through a million tackles, or am I the guy that you know less but higher quality? Mm. You know what I mean? Am I ne- am I the next Corey Parker? Like I, f- I feel like he was trying to find himself in first grade, which again. That, that's not to say that he didn't play really – didn't have some really good games. He didn't absolutely fucking work his ass off. Um, but the positive, I think, is that Broncos are – it feels like they're starting to get past that phase of these young fellas that were maybe in a little bit too early to, oh, these are first graders now. Like, I feel like Ricky will really cement himself this year as, okay, he's a, he's a real first grader. I think Haas is going to go to another level and we're going to be starting going, oh, wow, this guy is actually a club leader. Like, you know – a real, real club leader. I feel like he sort of did at the end of last 100%. year. I think he turned a corner. And yep. I think for guys that you just mentioned, those guys that probably came in earlier than what they should have, the next two or three years is really crucial for them. Sure. And bringing in a Reynolds and a Cape Ball, 
Uh, I think it's just a really smart move by Brisbane. Yep. Um, I think that if those guys can get through the next two or three years, the shit they went through early will pay huge dividends at the back end. Absolutely. Like, if it doesn't break them, it'll yeah, make them Yeah, if it doesn't break, yeah, that, but that, that's always the worry. Yeah, for that, sure. Yeah. And, and I feel like there was a period there where they were quite rudderless and they kind of felt a bit hopeless, um, where, they've, where the signings have kind of, like, given a bit of life and like, yeah. okay, we, we got direction here. We've got Reynolds. We've got like Kurt Catewell for that forward pack is going to be so yeah. instrumental. And like, it was a perfect storm for Brisbane. They, they lost their defensive attitude in, I would argue the worst time to ever lose yes. your defensive attitude in rugby league history. Yeah. New rules that are faster than ever. It's easier to score points than it ever has been. If you're not switched on and you don't have leaders, you can yeah. find yourself up shit Craig very well, you, quickly. You would, you would honestly, and, and I, would, I said it at the time, I felt sorry for the boys because you would look at that Broncos team behind the try line and all you had essentially was Alex Glenn. Yeah. You know, Alex Glenn, you know, he was, he was also, you know, the club was trying to move him on. He was trying to stay, like he's dealing with his own shit. You need a group of older guys to be able to go, okay, mate, you know, I'll speak to the backs, you speak to the forwards. Whereas it was kind of just looking around like, there's also only so much you can do from left back rower. Hundred percent, like hundred percent, and and also like the, the messaging from the club is we we were trying to get rid of you. Like it doesn't help the situation. Um, and and fair play, like that's another thing is like I, I hope people really respect Alex Glenn. I know they struggled the last couple of years as a team, but he fought to stay at the club. You know, took he declined massive offers. Could have gone to Penrith a few years ago. Like massive offers to be at that club. And, you know, and it's the age-old thing of, like, you know, fans are always upset when a good player leaves. But when a good player is loyal, how many people are going to be grateful to Lexi for, for being loyal to the club through the real tough times? You know, Alex Glenn and just the way that his career played out, he's been coached by every Broncos coach ever. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Wild. Just that because is. of the timing yeah, of his yeah. career. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think it's really good. Now, Ezra Mam, uh, oh, he's explosive. He, he could be anything. He could be the kid with all the talent that just doesn't seem to click, or he could be a fucking live wire. Matty, can you get his Q's cup stats up, Ezra Mam? Um, yeah, I think he's got 14 written on his forehead. I don't know if it's round one, mm. but I think by the back end of the year we will see him. Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you think we'll see him in the 5'8 jersey at all this year, or are there just too many options? I, I think it's too early. Like, do, do we... Do we want to make the same mistake again of like rushing this guy into mm. first grade? You know, th- that was one thing Wayne did so well is he, he would he would he almost like pick in. I remember, here's an example. So I was in Q Cup, the Queensland Cup's leading try scorer, um, playing, you know, really good footy, mm. like really good footy, made Queensland residents everything. And then underneath that is obviously A grade. And we had a guy called Gideon Rizembi, um that was in A grade, but he was also in the top squad, like mm. in the, the, the extended top squad. Anyway, so I'm the Queensland Cup top try scorer. I'm making Queensland residents and, you know, playing really well. Gideon Mzembe gets selected as 18th man for the, for the NRL team to go away over me. I was devastated. I went to my car. I cried. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that, like, a, a local league winger, mm. that I've got his position, just got selected over me as 18th man to go down. Um, but that's Wayne's kind of way of he had me in the reserve grade like he had me in Q Cup and he, he, but he identified me as someone that he he was thinking of the long term for me you know rather yeah. than and so Wayne is just so good at going now don't get me wrong I was devastated I couldn't believe it like honestly I, it didn't make sense like imagine that you've worked 
like I've played sport my whole life. The moment is there, you, you, someone's injured, rah, rah, and then the guy from local league gets caught up and you're going, fuck. Um, and so he's really good at that. Now, with his, that's, that's the thing with the Broncos. I feel like they were, because they moved on so much older players, they got put in a position where they didn't have that luxury anymore. Mm. And, I, and let's be clear, very different times. Wayne Bennett had the luxury of the fucking Australian side. Yeah. Um, but it, it's all principle-based. We're talking principle-based. And that's my concern with Ezra Mam is like... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For me, he could be a long-term six. Uh, do we want to rush him in too early? History tells me Walters isn't afraid to change your seven and six, though. Yeah, uh, I, I, personally, I don't think we'll see him in the six. I think the back end of the season... I was going to say potentially Origin, but they won't lose anyone there. I think we could see him in Jersey 14. Apparently, he's been braining it up there. Apparently, he won their 40-metre dash or something. He is something else. He's something else. There's some flyers up there. So, Matt, have you got those stats? Yeah, I'll read you some stats. They're so good. So, 11 games, 13 tries, 8 try assists, and never win a game without either scoring or setting one up. 33 tackle breaks, uh, kicked at 78%, made 89% of his tackles, and... Average 107 running metres per game. How, how old is he? Uh, I'd say 19. I'd say 19. But for a 19-year-old to be doing that in Hugh Cup in the middle there, like as, in, half as a half, yeah. that's impressive. And his team wasn't... Um, like they they didn't make the grand South final. Logan, eh? Yeah, like, like they, they were good, but they weren't unbelievable. Like yeah. he, isn't, he isn't doing this in 40-point wins. Yep. Well. Sorry, I actually didn't say, but now I found another website. He's 19 years old. He's 19, so he would have been 18 when he was doing that. Yeah. And it's his first Q Cup season, so he hasn't played previously. So that is first up, doing what he's doing is yeah. pretty damn impressive. And like, if you want, if you were like to build a half or a six that suits the modern game, like as in this current quick-paced, Ezra Ram's the guy. He is. He, if I had to put a like for like, he does remind me of Milford at his best. Yeah, very good, very good. I would even argue he, he's quicker than Milford. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Quicker than Milford. I uh, think him at 14, remember when Ben Barber first burst onto the scene? Yeah, yeah. I think it okay. could be a similar sort of situation, yep. especially in the modern game, how much impact those 14s can have. Yeah, true. He could be anything. Man, I, can't, I just can't wait to see him play. Now, uh, on to the Raiders. We've got, uh, sorry, Guru put this together. I'll say, I'll just keep saying we, but Guru put this together, guys. Team effort. <laughs> team effort. I, it was a team effort. I sent him a text message and he sent it back to me. Take the trials. <laughs> um, so the Raiders, Schneider, one game he's played halfback. HSS, yeah. who's that? Uh, that's Harley Smith Shields. He's, uh, I think uh, there's a few guys here that people are well and truly aware of. Schneider was a guy that I haven't actually seen him play, but, and I said that the other day, mm. and I must have had 15 Canberra Raiders fans message me and go, you're kidding. He's so, uh, there's a lot of Raiders fans out there that, that You know what? Schneider. I think I got messages too going, yeah. this Schneider kid is a gun. Yeah, he's, uh, I, once I haven't seen him play, so I can't talk, but a lot of Raiders fans I'm are going out on the limb. He's a gun. Next, he's, a gun. he's the next cool. Cameron Smith. Next Cameron Smith, Raiders lock it in, premiership in the next few years. Immortality awaits. <laughs> 
Um, uh, yeah, so what was the feedback that the fans were giving you? Yeah, I just said that he's a... I, I, I thought he was a dummy half, to be honest with you, because I hadn't seen him. But a lot of Raiders fans were very high on him. For people to bother messaging me, mm. probably said something about the kid. Um, Harley Smith-Shields, he's played nine games, but I, I still think people probably aren't aware how good i tell you who's is. aware of him, me, because he's hot as fuck. Yeah, he's a good-looking rooster. Hot as fuck. Yeah. He's one hot, sexy man. Harley Sexy Shields, HSS. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do that off your head, eh? <laughs> Mate, I've been in the game. <laughs> when you're in the game this long, doing yeah, weird shit. You do. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what, it, what is good, though, is that, you know, we have shown concern around the halves position mm. for the Raiders. And it is good that clearly, at the very, very least, they've got a, a player that is talented in the seven role. Does it mean he will kick on to be good? We don't know. But at the very least, there's a plan in place there. There's also a backup plan with Fogarty. And, and you could even argue they've got depth in the halves now. They have got depth in the halves. They might not have superstars in the halves, but they've got depth. But so, so, so what I'm saying is, though, is that, like, let's say Fogarty doesn't play well, but then this guy turns into a superstar. It, it ought, like, we don't know what's going to happen, mm. but, but it turns a solid halves into, wow, like, we've, you know, for example, let's say Schneider kills it in Q, uh, New South Wales Cup. Fogarty's struggling. Schneider gets brought in, kills in first grade. Him and White and start playing really well. All of a sudden, you could argue Raiders have the most depth out of any club in the halves. They can call in Williams. Yeah. They can call in Fogarty. Uh, not saying that will happen, but it, there's a potential path there for that. Yeah, and that's the other thing I, I, I think works in Schneider's favour is even if he's playing Reggie's, he's going to be playing with Sam Williams. So, yes, he's you know he isn't a superstar, but I, Sam Williams has probably played a you know, 100-odd first-grade games. He's been in the game a mm. lot. So I, th I think it'll be really good for him. So if Raiders fans are keen, and Raiders fans can be quite critical as well. <laughs> so for them to like him uh, and to get upset that I said I didn't know him, good signs. Yep, yep, very good signs. Um, and and it, with a Sam um, Williams, just because he's not the flashiest half doesn't mean that mentally he can't teach a bunch of stuff to a younger guy coming through. Uh, I, I've heard a lot of people say it, and when, when I spoke to Brett White, he pointed this out, that he reckons that he is one of the best guys to have in your room when you're watching tape. Wow. And that during the week, Sam Williams is a perfect guy. Um, we're playing Nathan Cleary this week. Can mm. you mirror Nathan Cleary's game? Oh, okay. And I, I reckon he's an absolute genius for it, yeah. Sam Williams. So mm. as much as he isn't a superstar, he brings a lot that I think a lot of people don't see. For sure, for sure. Um, now, uh, obviously, we spoke about Harley Sexy Shields. Um, Xavier Savage, really interesting. Massive raps on him. And, and not, even, not even external, internal. Like, yeah. Ricky has come out and said that he's in the mix. I'm pretty sure. Can you confirm this? He's in the mix for the fullback position. So one of two things. And I messaged you this when it came out. Yeah. My head is going to explode if I keep hearing these, like, Rumours that Chance isn't going to be their fullback. Why? Please tell me why. Guru, what is your inside word? What is going on? Now, I'm the same as you. I've got no idea. And for me, if they're not playing Chance at fullback, they're moving him to their most crowded position mm. by a country mile. There are two or three first-grade centres that aren't going to be in their team come round one, and they want to move their fullback there who got them to a grand final. Like mm. Savage, looks really talented. Three games... What, what do you got there, so Matt? Ricky Stewart's exact quote was, and this is about Xavier Savage, he's got the ability to play fullback and wing, but yes, he will be in the battle for the fullback spot. I've said throughout my coaching career, you need competition in spots. But like, 
I don't understand how that helps Chance. And this is the exact situation I was saying with the Titans hookers. I understand some situations where you say, this guy's got the jersey. Yeah. Chance is the situation where you should say, you've got the jersey. 100%. You absolutely have the jersey, and our whole preseason is about you, Fogarty, and Whiten, and our nine working together as, as a... I just... I don't... I, I get the whole battle for your spot. Like, Chance knows that. Chance mm-hmm. fought his way into first grade. He wasn't a young throbber that just, like, got it. He understands that his jersey is on the line all the time. But he arrived there unwanted. He had to go around the hard way. He gets it. 100%. I just, I'm not understanding that. Like, imagine, and I just feel like Chance is the kind of guy that if the coach did back him, it would mean, like, he's never not going to train hard. He's never not going to have a crack. Like, that's one thing. It's his best asset is having a crack. Um, and with that Xavier Savage, he has such a good body shape for a winger initially. Mm. Get him on the wing. Get some NRL under his belt. Get the contact you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I just, I, I don't understand it. I, I think you, I think Savior, Savage is a star of the future. Absolutely. Like no doubting it. And I should think he should be on the wing. But there's no need to rush him into that spot when you've already got, when he's at his best, a top five fullback. I, in saying that, I hope that Ricky's probably chipped Chance and said, hey, I'm going to say this. Okay. Just to see. If, I, I hope. Because it, if it's not, it just doesn't make any sense to yeah, me at all. It does. And, and also, like... He couldn't finish the grand final because he literally went too hard. Yeah, literally. 277 metres or something yeah, like that. Unbelievable. He, he killed it. He, and also, when he came back last year, they it's were in the old rules side. too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if I'm... If I'm... Um, if I'm Ricky, I'm, I'm, I'm training Xavier as a gun winger and just getting him in the game... Getting him a full season of it. He's played three NRL games. Getting him a full season of NRL on the wing and saying, mate, use your God-given talents or whoever gave them to you uh, of incredible speed. He is the fastest man in the NRL. He's, one, he's, a, he's a Queensland champion for the 100 metres. He's a Queenslander, is he? Yeah. He's a Queensland champion and it was only like two years ago he was a Queensland champion. Yeah, right. Um, so, look, may, maybe he isn't. Maybe he doesn't get the fastest time, but... I tell you what, to win a Queensland champion, you're probably championship at, I think it's under 17s. You're probably the fastest. Your top speed is, at the very least, your top speed is the fastest in the NRL. And I mean, from what we've seen in those three games. He's quick. He's backed it. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I would be saying is like, look, let's just focus on developing you as a winger. Mm. This fullback stuff we can work on in the background. And if you develop into that or a centre stuff. But at the moment, like he could end up being one of the great specialist wingers. Like he's, I think he's about six foot, six foot one. And he's running, I think he's running like like 10, 6 or something in 100. Mate, a lot of the great fullbacks started out there. Billy yeah. started out there, Mini, GI. Just Latrell, let him score like a bunch of tries on the wing, get yep. confident, get physically bigger. I, I think he'd be a great winger initially. And then yeah. build him into it. In saying that, if you are going to play him at fullback, it is hard to get him into this team. See, I, 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 I just get him into the side. Mm. Like, I, I honestly, I'm looking towards the future. As in, I'm give, if, if he struggles, if he gets in and he struggles, then you bring in the guys you know can do the job. But I, I just get him on the wing, honestly do. But I know it's hard because you've got Rapani, you've got Kotrick, you've got uh, HSS, you've got uh, Tomoko, uh, Timoko. Um, you Jared Croker Jared Croker. Well. You got, like, there's a lot of mouths to feed there. Oh, I just, I think you find a way, honestly. I think you find a way. I think he's still only 19. Um, but who knows? Trials are a really good indicator. You know, maybe it's hard to, because you've got the two hookers, you probably can't afford to have him on the bench yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, really interesting. Really interesting. I mean, maybe maybe Ricky's trying to train him up as a backup 
fullback for now, just in case Chance does go down again. Mm. Um, very interesting. Uh, now, Harry Rushton, uh, zero games. He's from England, uh, and he can go – he's a second rower, but he can go anywhere in the pack. Thoughts? Yeah, he's played uh, – when he's played pl- – Played his reserve grade last year, mostly as a second role, but as you said, can play anywhere in the pack. Hasn't played any games yet, but there has been raps on him for quite some time. Mm. Um, I find it surprising that he hasn't played yet. That might be a bit of a red flag. I thought he would have by now. Uh, But when it comes to forwards from England, Canberra, they tend not to miss. So Mm. he's one that I would definitely keep an eye on. In saying that, it's potentially the most stacked forward pack in the competition, depth-wise. It's crazy. It is going to be a hard side. Their to roster is so good. Now like, that you throw Adam Elliott in, yeah. it becomes very difficult. You get Corey Horsburgh back full-time from injury. Um, yeah, it's... I mean, one of Hudson Young or CHN probably misses the starting team, which is insane. Mm. So it, it's a hard team to crack into. But which one is to crazy. Keep they on. struggled so much last year. And you look at their yeah. team on paper, you're like, holy moly. Well, that, yeah. Um, Trey Mooney. I would actually have Trey Mooney ahead of Harry Rushton on my list. And I know a lot of Raiders fans are very, very keen on him as a middle forward. Yep. Um, I haven't seen a heap of him. The little I've seen, he looks impressive. So he's another one that I would black book. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 